This podcast and its content was created and recorded on Ghana land. We would like to acknowledge the Ghana people, the traditional custodians of the land we reside on and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Hello and welcome to episode 25i of Here We Crow. 25i, Sam. Hello. Hello, Dan. Hello, Lauren. G'day, Dan. And hello, Ben. Hey there, Dan. We have plenty for you tonight. First, who has won the number 25 Guernsey for the Crows? Inaugural gold jacket winner, Mark Micken. Brian Benke. Benke. (laughs) Benke. Truck Rutten. Uh, The inaugural AFLX. Captain, grand final winner, premiership captain. Premiership captain. Kyle Federcini. <laughs> and the lovely little Ned McHenry. Neddy. Neddy, we hope to see you back this week. We'll see how we go. Um, we've got lots to talk about. As I said, a hard-fought battle against Melbourne. Fog finger watch. <laughs> Bargain bin and where what's in for spring. This spring. Did you rehearse this, Dan? This is slick. I know. I'm yeah. just reading it. He's just reading what I wrote. We have a dog act. <laughs> Guys. You give me shit about my intros. This is the worst one ever. Excuse me. I'm still going. It's really vibing. Mm. Vibing. And AFLW fixture announcement all coming your way shortly. But first, it's the pregame warm-up. Music. Gold rings. I haven't recovered from you saying that was the worst intro. <laughs> what a dog. Can you put that in the dog axe? Dog axe, yeah, especially after my efforts last week. You can put it in the bargain bin. Yeah, maybe. We called an idiot before intro. and now. I'll put, yeah. I'll put his intro into my bargain bin. Uh, beer this week, we've gone something large again. We had to back up after Lauren's effort last week oh. with uh, the tiramisu beer. We, we, don't, we don't have any uh, dodgy... Um, adjuncts in this one this is just sort of a straight down the line although they, they do say they put a bit of salt water in it which is kind of kind of a bit strange mm-hmm. loophole stout porter which is a barrel aged 11.2 percent i almost got that one Big last beer. week yeah and i was oh, like you did too that's right yeah yeah uh, i tried this at a beer festival a few weeks ago it is absolutely delicious one of the best beers i've reckon i've tried from a south australian brewery whoa this is seriously call. seriously good beer um these guys are based down just outside of robe with cape jaffa wines uh they've got a little bottle shop just on the side of the caledonian in robe if you've been down that way i've been to robe and i absolutely love it there yeah it's pretty nice isn't it great Um, i can see why jordan dawson would want to come home to robe yes exactly uh these beers are brewed by an ex stone and wood Brewer who went there. I thought you were going to say a stoner. <laughs> he <laughs> might be. Stoner. Yeah. Lauren, hello. Hey, <laughs> reformed. <laughs> uh, so, look, yeah, I, I hope you guys like this as much as I did, but we will be sharing two cans between us because it is large. Now, when you uh, were talking about salt water, I, was, I just thought of something where I got smashed for drinking salt water. Have any of you ever gone on salt water train when it, you know, for fitness reasons? You can drink the, put the salt in to. 
rehydrate, blah, no. blah, blah. I don't, no, know the si- I don't know the science behind it. I just got so Actually, Chris Massey talks about <laughs> I remember my, my weird uncle used to do, like, scream out for some salty water when he got cramp, weirdly. I don't know if that's actually a thing. Or yeah, it's absolutely ben? a thing. Is it? Well, you need electrolytes. Um, whether you'd go the straight salt water, I'm not sure. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it must have just been around. Do the you go to the people. ocean to get it? Like, do you re- like nah, real you go salty to the health water food, or health food shops, and you get like the fancy salt? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> pink Himalayan like salt. the stuff in Gatorade, that yeah, fancy maybe. or <laughs> <laughs> salty cordial. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, long story short, I got smashed about it. So mm. um, it's interesting that they have they're allowed to put it in the beer. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I don't. I doubt you'll taste anything. Actually, I'm certain you won't. Well, it kind of brings brings together a few of our latest beers. Really, we've had the um, Matani chicken salt beer and the tiramisu. So, why did you bring that up? Oh my god! <laughs> well, I've just, just, gone, I've just here, gotten over so it. I've just gotten over the. Hopefully, taste. it's less like fizzy um, chicken stock. Yeah. yeah, you can smell the whiskey. Fizzy. Mm. That's um, selling it a bit. I actually don't think they. Smell, <laughs> oh, it's actually bourbon. Anyway, um, but <laughs> oh, I was going to say bourbon <laughs> yeah. whiskey that. The same thing. This is loose. Yeah. All right, Lauren. <laughs> I'm <laughs> drunk time. Off the smell. Lauren's pre-prepared some music for us tonight. Yes. Lauren. Thank you, Lauren, for thinking about this since last week. Yes. What have you got for us? Uh, <laughs> it's not human nature and it's not Savage Garden, no, unfortunately. Thank the Lord. <laughs> now, because you're all giving me shit, I'm just gonna be upfront. I didn't have a song because <laughs> I've had a very, very, very busy week. Yeah. Been very busy. Mm-hmm. And um I've literally just found the song <laughs> from a band I've never heard of before. But no. what did you search? Well, I was actually looking up uh, a band uh, called TV Priest, who have released a record uh, in the last week, and it's really good. And I almost thought I should play TV Priest, but it's a bit of a downer, bit of yeah. a downer, and probably not for the pod. Worse, um, worse than Dan's intro, or it's pretty much on par with Dan's intro, <laughs> but um, oh like good. <laughs> um, anyway. While I was browsing that, I came across a band whose name is Crows. So I thought, well, let's check this out. And we had a little bit of a listen. It's actually pretty good. So what, yeah. let's let's play it. I'm, I haven't uh, Googled them or anything, so I don't know anything about them. We'll it's just, not uh, even where they're from? Nah. No, I'm going to no, assume they're from nothing. England somewhere because they sound a bit... I've, I've done another English band. Anyway, this song's called uh, Closer Still, which I feel like we're cl- getting a little bit closer on Saturday night. So that's convenient. It's definitely not shit. No, it's not shit. No. The NME actually uh, said that they might be your favourite band's favourite band, which I think is a line that they've used. I'm not sure Laura Marling is into that band, but <laughs> 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 maybe I'll ask her. Dan, mm. what yeah, do you that's think? interesting. Um, yeah, it's not terrible. Mm. Not terrible. Ben, any thoughts? Yeah, okay. A bit like a distorted Kaiser Chiefs or something to me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, interesting. Don't but and yeah, I don't want to say anything ne- too negative for a band that's so dear to your hearts. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that could have been your time to go nuts, Ben. Really. Yeah. Uh, all right, what do you got? Yeah, well, you know, Daddy um, Matthew Nix has been copying it quite a bit recently. 
Uh, we've got to that point in the rebuild where it's the coach's fault. So um, <laughs> every left, right, and centre. We, we're we're pro uh, Matthew Nix here, but obviously we're getting we're also getting a bit annoyed about the results as everybody is. But um, this segues into the band that I've chosen tonight. They're not called Daddy. They're called Mama, and they're a grunge indie band <laughs> <laughs> out of LA. Yeah, that's right. It's indie again. Um, it's their third record. It's called Household Name. Um, it came out last Friday on Polyvinyl Records and Lucky Number. They sound a little bit to me like Veruca Salt and sort of Kim Deal vibes. And the song that I've chosen is called Medicine. band called Segway. I feel like that could have, we need to look that up. Maybe I need to just have a band called Segway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was good. I like that. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, that was like a little bit of like rolling drums in there. It sounded yeah. really cool. Yeah. I really like that riff. It just, yeah, it moves along nicely. Mm. What do you think, Lauren? I did like it. Um, it reminded me of another band whose name I can't think of right now, but it was like, I'm going to think of it later when it's <laughs> completely irrelevant, you know? But yeah, no, I, I dug it a lot. It was good. Yeah. Ben? Yeah, sounded okay. Yep, not too bad. I think possibly pretty long bow to draw. I think Lauren's 30 seconds of research found a more, um, (laughs) (laughs) a a closer sort of, even with the song, closer there. (laughs) Whereas your uh, mama versus goes to daddy versus, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and a a bit of a shout out to another fellow Crows Nuffy, my mate Phil Portello, who messaged me over the weekend to tell me he thought that was a great uh, recommendation as well. Um, via my Instagram. Hey, Phil, we'll see you at the next Crows game. And that is the pre-game warm-up. If you want to know what's in the spring, get into Rowan Jarman. I struggled for goods this week. What's the matter? Had a, had a tough week? Yeah, a little bit. A I little reckon bit. you say that every time. Maybe. <laughs> I might just be a very grumpy person, mm, I think. No might. one thinks that. <laughs> did, did you want to just do the segment as a just a negative segment? Don't Maybe. About the good? I did. Yeah, I, I've floated that in the past. Yeah, but no, there's too much call. Yeah, no, all the. I think it's still out of balance. (laughs) (laughs) Fan mail, I get demands good and bad, Ben. So Mm -hmm. we need to go with both. So look, my good for this week, and none of you are going to give a shit about this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Is Mo Salah signing on for another three years at Liverpool? So you can, yeah, you can all get stuffed. It's my segment. We're a Manchester house. (laughs) uh, Really? At my house, yeah. Oh yuck! You've not not told me that. That is disgusting. Well, I mean, I don't support them but yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just watch anyway M- uh mane left and like there was there was not a lot of uh hope that salah was going to stick around and he signed on for three more years so every liverpool fan is stoked so very very happy foreign language and i know that we I'm have concerned. a few liverpool fans that listen to this so oh, to we all do? those people who are they uh I hope he listens, but Brad Fitz. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, he's, he's a big Liverpool fan. I've seen him. Are they this, the same people who are writing in all their you know, praise for this segment? Yeah, or? sending in the yep. letters. Yeah. It is, actually. No, there's way more. Ben, I, I have not even had a chance to get through my mailbag this week. It is full. Anyway. 
Footwear sacrificed at half price. And equipment slashed to half price. Rowan Jarman's huge half price sale. Don't miss it. That's really all the positives. On the flip side, I have lots of bad things. Mark Stevens complaining about the umpiring on Twitter after the dogs lost the free count for the first time in five years. <laughs> he is Stevens. a disgrace, that guy. He is essentially just a Bulldogs fan. He's not even a he's not even a journalist anymore. He works for a political party, I think. But he's a, he's just disgusting. Um, <laughs> players commenting on selection. Uh, Duday and Walker both coming out saying Crouch should be back in the side. Um, what? When did this happen? Last week. I didn't see that. You saw it, didn't you, Ben? Well, I saw a reporting about how, yeah, Tex was saying we got to get Crouch back into the team. Yeah. I right. think I think that's shit. Yeah, that is shit. They need Shush, to shut Tex. Up. Yeah. Shush. I still think there's a lot of lingering things in this club festering away that we really need to get rid of as soon as possible. And I have a feeling that this Crouch situation is, like, part of that. Mm. Mm. Well, the way that he got dropped and somehow the media hears that he's blindsided about it. Like, yeah. There's people that feel like... Um, the public needs to know that they're disappointed about not playing or, yeah, they're disappointed their friend's not in the team. It's yeah. a bit worrying. This, it is like, worrying. That actually really annoys me and it, it kind of annoyed me at the time when Crouch came out to say that he was blindsided by that because you, your spot in the team is never guaranteed. It doesn't no. matter who you are. No. And even if you think you are playing in form because you have 40-something disposals even though they're 90% shit. <laughs> and backwards. And backwards. You like You should never just think that You should you're never stable. assume. Yeah. You should never assume. And honestly, you know, having like you said, something festering in the club and if it's all those older players, to, obviously Duda is the exclusion to that, but I've heard rumors <laughs> that when Don Pike was there, he was uh, you know, very pro senior players. Oh, I know that firsthand. And yeah. he did not want a bar of the young players. I had the rumor from you there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just keep this insular. Um, but, you know, well, I can't even remember what I was going to say. No. Now. But it's that kind of vibe of yeah. like, well, I'm a senior player. I yeah. should be in the side. Mm-hmm. I'm blindsided by this. Well, no. Well, no. Yeah. That You don't just get a spot yeah. because you think you should have it. Yeah. You earn it. And slight devil's advocate, if he is of the belief that he is playing very well in the side, and in, as far as game reviews are concerned, he's being told he's doing the right thing. Then what are we tell? Like, why is that being said? Yeah. Mm. So I don't know. It's weird. I think. I don't Pretty know. Strange. Is it just like um, him being defensive of not being selected and having the media thrust microphones in his face and him saying, "Oh yeah, I didn't see that coming." Okay, I, you can take it two ways. You can take it as him think saying, "Like, yeah, I didn't see it coming." And now I have to work on yeah. things, you know, that they've asked me to work on or mm. I didn't see it coming and I can't believe this. Mm. Hopefully someone at the club is talking to players like that and saying, you can't say that because, like, it undermines the whole coaching panel. Like, yeah. it's like, I didn't see it coming. So it, it says the coaches aren't being transparent yeah, with him about his, how he's playing. I hate to hear that Tex has said this because you're not above the selection no. panel, Tex. No. You're a player. I love Tex, but it, I do not want Tex picking the side. No. <laughs> Tex has come out a couple of times now and seemed like he's at odds with um, with Nixie as well. They yeah. like that um, the other week where they were talking about um, how he came out and they both said you know, different things about trust. Yeah, um, I would assume their relationship has been tainted somewhat with um, what happened with Tex last year with yeah. the racial remark and yeah, and how, the disappointment that Nixie had for that and 
And how yeah. can there's no way? I'm sorry, but there's no way Nixie can come out being the bad guy in that because oh, absolutely not. He no. got thrown in this situation. He did what he had to do. He he now comes out and supports Tex quite a bit uh, mm. where he can because he gets asked about him every week about his contract and all that. And mm. I think he does really well considering. And you know, like someone like Matthew Nix, he's not the kind of guy that seems like he has an ego. No, but Tex sure is. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, Nick's doing the merry-go-round of all the media outlets justifying selection last week. It was didn't like that. Well, you didn't like it. <laughs> like it was just weird how that they made the, the the call that they knew everybody, certain parts of you know Crow's fandom were going to be against, and so Nick's literally went on everything. He was just on everything last week, and he never does that, uh, justifying the for picking Murphy. I didn't mind it because they get crucified sometimes for not speaking about things. Oh uh, yeah, I think I think just the fact that um, my they bad addressed that exact thing. Like, I, I think yeah. my bad was just the fact that they felt like they had to do it. Yeah. Like so, you, you kind of know you're doing something that maybe a large percentage of the club yeah. supporters don't want. So yeah, you're going out there and yeah, that was that was why. Other than that, like it's good. I want the club to be more transparent. That's obviously a positive. I, I, I mean, mean, what he came out and said was BS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I think right. That's the bad. But Maybe, as, yeah, you know, yeah. but you know, again, like the fans aren't the selectors. No, and you know, it's kind of like if he doesn't say anything, you know, they're just going to complain more. Mm. And now that he has said something, you're still complaining, so yeah. you can't win. <laughs> oh, well, I, I still think that they're wrong. Yeah, and it was. And wrong. I think it was justified that it was wrong too. Yeah. Murphy was shit. Yeah, he was. But would have would Tariq have been even worse? I don't know. Like but playing I'm, against would, Melbourne, would have been nice seeing him as a supporter. I think we will see him. I just think maybe that wasn't the time to see him. I think yeah. everything has played out exactly as a lot of people called out. Like now. They're not going to play Tariq because he had a crap game second time around. Yeah. And now they're going to have, be, have to play Murphy because they've gone and stuck their necks out for him. So they're yeah. going to want to keep him in the team. Saligo not getting the Rising Star nomination this week over yeah. a guy taken in the mid-season draft. What happens to body of work? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. I know. Well, it's just they've just gone for the fairy tale. Uh, old uh, Massimo. Making very, it up. very good name, just mind you. Making it up as who's the Who's Massimo? I don't even know who Massimo D'Ambrosio. Oh, yeah. Who's he play for again? Uh, Essendon. He Did is, they win? He's a possible yes. rookie for your That's fantasy why. team, Lauren. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thanks for that. He's um, low he, break even. He played a good game in a in a game where they weren't supposed to win and they did. So It's like because it's, they won. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. Still think it's bullshit. Sligo will get there. When, they, the, when their defense of not picking players is body of work. Well, yeah. so it'll be like when Lachlan Scholl wasn't nominated and he got nominated in the second to last round. Yeah. yeah you also like forgot that. that he's a Victorian, so. Yeah. And just a bit of a fun one to end off on because I experienced it again today. People, when you're pulling out onto a busy road across <laughs> a footpath and they choose to stand there right next to your door instead of just walking around the back of your car and keeping going. So they just stand there, like literally staring at you going like, why aren't you going? Well, I can't go because it's busy. Anyway, it really pisses me off. So anyway, that's just what I was finishing off. <laughs> Never experienced that really, or really? cared. It happens like every second day out here, and they just stand there and look at you instead of just walking around the back. Maybe of Maybe you just look funny. Maybe it's, <laughs> it's probably because you're giving them death stare. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds really relatable, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, you guys are shit. The, All right. <laughs> the bargain bin slash grumpy man segment yeah, is that's over. It. Yeah. See, my bad sex, my bad section got a lot more, um, got more, a lot more conversation. It's because there was five things versus one thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and way more interesting, I think. 
I like it, the negatives. It was more interesting than the soccer talk, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Come on, what's next? Let's talk about the game. <laughs> All right, so we obviously had a bit of a crack against Melbourne. Um, it was good to see that we actually hung in there for quite a lot of the game. Uh, we're one point down at half time. Probably shouldn't have been. Uh, I noticed we love having red time goals scored against us, which is quite frustrating at times. Um, we should have gone in half time ahead, perhaps, but we didn't. Um, and third quarter, we kind of dropped our bundle again, but got it right back. Got right back in it in the last quarter and had a good chance to snatch the game. Uh, but unfortunately, it wasn't to be. How do you see it, Ben? Um, in parts, well, I'd say. I took the two youngest with me, so that <laughs> took a little bit of the attention away and, and my youngest, Lily, did give Lauren a pretty hard tag throughout the day as well. Oh, yeah. she. Was <laughs> <laughs> I was like Rory Laird at the game uh, on the weekend, but um, yeah. that's all right. We get along, so it's fine. Yeah. Well, even trips to the toilet, I'm looking around as <laughs> yeah. like, oh. She's off. Lauren is quite um, popular with the kids. I noticed my my daughter loved it as well when you were there. Oh, yeah. It's because I treat them like adults, I think. Yeah. Like normal people. And um, See, we can't do that as parents. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's fine. Um, No, I do love hanging out with the kids. It's a good time. Um, I get – but I say, like, while we're at the ground, I just get so paranoid they're going to get lost because they're so tiny. And they're not Mm. even mine. Why should I care? (laughs) Well, and they're they're really not very sensible, so no, they really. they can get lost quite easily. Yeah. Anyway, the game. Oh, did you, the game. Did you enjoy the game? the game? What you saw in the game? Did you like? Um, yeah. No, it was good. I think you know to be competitive so for so long in the game was really good. I think it was a shame that Petraka remembered how to kick straight this week. It's I a think, throws thing. Yeah. No, he really really found his form in that regard. Um, the thing I really noticed is one of the, like a big difference to us was their ability to just hit up a short target inside 50 so easily, find someone on the lead, whereas we really struggled and that's where you saw all those intercept marks that um, we just got killed with. So that was a big shame. Um, in terms of stats, geez, Rob got a lot of hit outs. <laughs> so, and that made it um, a massive amount of difference for us. Um, <laughs> We, How many marks did he take, Ben? Yeah, I'm not sure. But speaking <laughs> speaking of marks, it was the first time I've seen it that we actually won contested marks for, for a game. So wow. 15 to 13. We didn't smash them, but we actually won that stat. Um, and we, again, we're the highest tackling team in the comp, and again, we won that stat. But Thanks to Barry. Yeah, how many yeah. of those were Barry? Yeah, no, he's, he's very good. So. Again. So yeah, I think it was you know it was a solid effort. We we stayed with them for a long time. It was just finishing and not being able to get you know good efficiency going into our forward fifty that cost us. I think we kicked straight though. I feel like they just had some had some gears in that game. They just sort of when we threatened them in that last quarter, we got within the goal, and they just literally went bang 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 straight after that. There was no like period of. Uh, backwards and forwards, it was just like, nah, this is this, we need to go to that next level here and and take this game by the scruff of the neck, and they're good enough to do it. Yeah, and they um, should be. Yeah, and that's not. I'm not like I actually was yeah. quite positive after the game. I think the Crows stuck with them really well when we saw some good performances, despite some very very shitty inside fifty kicking uh, throughout the game. Some just some like horrible decisions. Like we were sort of standing sort of on the on a forward flank obviously when it was down our end. Um, but there's some decision-making, even from good kicks in our side, was just shocking going forward. Uh, I don't know what that mix was, but to have a ball going into the forward 50 
have Tex, Philthorpe, and Fogg in the side, and none of them even within 15 metres of the kick. It's just like, how does that even happen? Mm. Um, yeah, look, I, I think some players like Brody Smith are really struggling. Yeah, big time. Um, I'm not sure what's wrong. I don't know whether it's just Dawson's taken a lot of his role and he's struggling to sort of find his spot in the, in the team. Um, the the selection of Murphy made no sense to me. Uh, certainly playing alongside Rowe in a in a similar role up the ground, lacking a forward, a small forward, especially when McAdam was out. Mm. So I think forward line structure just looked shit this week. Um, <laughs> is that me? It is. Sorry. <laughs> so, so now you're getting questioned by your yeah, your my watch. watch is sort of yeah, was, yeah. Um, yeah, so look, there there was some absolute positives in the game though, and I think it was it was good to see us take another step, especially in the midfield. Yeah, we could have got belted in that game. The fact we didn't was good, but something that Graham Corns was talking about on Five Double A, and I think he's probably a bit more blunt than I feel about it, but saying that he doesn't feel like the team really care when they lose these days. Like they seem, I think that's a problem in the AFL in general. They, yeah, and I agree with that too. Like mm. the, they, they just seem, it's not as, you know, you're not putting your whole heart in it like you used to. And I, I do get that from the team. Like, And it's different with the supporters. Supporters are, like from what I can see, are really feeling it. They're really disgruntled, you know. They're obviously quite hysterical at times on yeah. various public forums. Um, <laughs> but the players just seem to like, oh, yeah, next week, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, we're not going to make the finals, whatever, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Um, it's the way it comes across. Yeah. Um, and I think there's probably yeah. like some, you know, being realistic about it in a way. Yeah, Because I'm sure Matthew Nix isn't sitting there going, yeah, you guys, you know, your finals, you're going to head to the finals in the next year or whatever. Like, I'm pretty sure it's not that. He's probably just, like, Keep it keeping, realistic. It, keeping it realistic, keeping it, like, kind of like, yep, this is what we're doing, this is what we're trying to achieve. And when they get to the point where it is realistic, that's when they're really going to crack yeah. in. I think the perception is that they've embraced this losing culture now and they're kind of like, just, yeah, this is... You know, honourable losses is good enough, kind of thing. Whilst I'd love to agree with that because I'm I'm all about the negative side of things. I just I like I feel like we're just being impatient. I think we all yeah, and I agree with that. Are. I agree with that as well. You know, if you sit and, and I think all of us when we talk about it, are pretty level headed about it. Yeah. That you know, like we get pissed off about selection as well, just as much as everyone else with like Murphy coming in. None of us wanted that to happen, but to just be outwardly like bagging the coach and get rid of him because of that selection and stuff like it's just it's too far like in my opinion if you're tailoring the expectations with the players as well like if you put the if you put too high expectations on them and they fail miserably then they're just going to feel like shit that's it and you know they're just going to play worse so you know i thought the game that first quarter when melbourne kicked three (laughs) on us and we were like nowhere near it i was like oh god here we go but I was really proud of the way the boys went about it. Um, I thought it was an enjoyable game. It was frustrating at times. Um, saw a lot of, uh, you know, D's fans really unhappy with the uh, free kick count. Um, it was very heavily against, um, for us. We had quite a lot of free kicks against them. But I don't, I don't think it was umpired badly. We we got the rub of the green. Anything that was fifty fifty seemed to just sort of maybe flick our way. Yeah. But like I don't know. Like I, I didn't, didn't actually see whether that uh, Twitter any... account said it was umpire. No, poorly. they said it was bad. Did yeah. they? Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, look, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't watch the replay either, so I can't really comment on that. Yeah, um, I remember being at the ground and being surprised by a lot of free kicks that we got because we normally wouldn't have got them. Mm. Um, not that it obviously made any difference to the game, but you know, I also kind of thought the comments about you know the umpires playing for the crows was a bit rubbish because we, we obviously got thumped at the end. Like, <laughs> I don't think it did us any favors. So. Mm. I think yeah. that's just ridiculous commentary, to be honest. Yeah, just saying. They um that Melbourne just watching from where we did, which was down sort of predominantly one end of the ground. You just noticed them being able to find that width mm. and being able to hit those players mm. so well compared to us. Like they just found space so easily where we had to we scrapped for it. Not every time we we had some nice plays um, down those wings. I'm a bit worried about Haley. And his position on the wing, I thought he had a bit of a scratchy game. He's yeah, got he's this struggling on the wing. I was saying to Ben earlier when he got here that um, he's got this weird thing that he does, where when the ball's coming his way, he puts his arms out to mark way before any other player ever would, and he sort of looks like he's like standing there in a marking pose. It's really strange looking. Just keep an eye on that. Okay, right. <laughs> we will play a lot of football, Sam. Or <laughs> <laughs> now we. Not at a high level, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get into the votes, and they are brought to you by Krispy Kreme donuts that Lizzie brought us before. I think she regrets coming home with them and seeing that yeah, we I've were been at a house. staring at them the whole time. Caramel. We're going to get into it. I we're do not understand why people love caramel so much. It's it's happening. Um, while we're handing out the Krispy Kreme, Ben has said no. Just for those listening, uh, yeah. Ben, would you like to give, give us your votes for this week? Uh, yeah, so gave you the plain ones, these one these yeah, week's awesome. votes aren't you know the most um, exciting or original players to be picking, but um, for three votes I just went with stock standard Dawson, um, thirty possessions, twenty five kicks at eighty six forty nine meters gained and, and a goal. So yeah, really solid, good game throughout. Just does everything we need him to do. Um, I gave um, two to Laird. I haven't put him in the votes for a little while, but I thought today, this game, he looked a bit more effective. Um, half his possessions were kicks this time, and he got 560 metres gained, which is a bit unlike Laird. I hope you guys at home are listening because everyone else is just stuffing their face here. <laughs> so, uh, And for one vote, we've got I've got Keys Again, I haven't put him in the votes for, for ages, but I just thought with the two goals, 30 possessions, I thought that was worth sneaking him in. I think we're really going to hear some mixed up votes tonight, Sam. No, we're not. Mine are exactly the same. In that same order? Yep. <laughs> All right, Lauren. Um, donuts. Uh, <laughs> three for Dawson, two for Led. I gave one to Soligo. Oh. You hate keys. Controversial. Yeah. Well, I went. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> I went uh, three to Dawson, two to keys. And one to Laird. Oh, <laughs> really? That's a bit fruity. <laughs> it is a bit. I thought um, Keyes' two goals just pipped Laird um, over that. And I don't give Laird votes very often as well because I find his game a bit boring. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I didn't give him votes when he had 42 disposals. Yeah. So, yeah. And I love him, but I loved him as a halfback. So yeah. over to you, Sam. Hit the... Uh, Hi, I'm Tyson <laughs> Edwards. You're such a quiet, quiet very keen to hear who everyone had for this. <laughs> Can you hear that Dan is eating a donut as he's <laughs> asking this question? Ben. Um, you could just replay what I said last week. I've just gone with 13 Tackleberry. Tackleberry. Berries tackle. Tackleberries. I knew that most people would go berry, so I've gone with Mitch Hinge. 
Mm. You're you're but still allowed to go the same. No, I know, thing. but so I'm I just went mixing with last it up. Week. Yeah. Thanks, Sam. That's all right. Lauren? I went with Hinge. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> and you could it'd be funny if you did too. I actually thought that everyone was gonna go with the same one as me, but none of you did. I went with Wayne Miller this week. Ooh. I thought it was his best yeah, game yeah. since that's, coming back. That's a bit fruity. Nineteen disposals, <laughs> one goal. Plus <laughs> Five score involvements and five intercepts, I thought. You do know these are caramel donuts. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he saying fruity? It's all, it's all Dan selections. You're a bit fruity, Sam. Yeah. All right, fog watch. Let's hit it. Fog finger. Fog finger. Yes, it's Fog Finger Watch. Uh, we, if you're watching the game, and if you weren't at the game, hey, what was that? Is that discussed? Was that a was that a pre-planned thing? Well, we no, just did it. Yeah, yeah. good because it was terrible. Hey, you. Uh, next time you host, you're just going to get the biggest shit hung Look, on you. Someone has to be funny on this podcast, all right? <laughs> this guy oh. sits behind his desk in his glass. Tower. With this fancy <laughs> fucking chair. Yeah. I actually hate using this chair because it's so noisy. I feel like I have to sit here so carefully. Whatever, mate. And if, if, if you sideways are, screen. If you are wondering, I will mention again that the three of us are on one desk, half the size of the desk that Sam sits <laughs> yeah. on. Oh, please, look at what's covered. So he's got the this. control panel. Yeah, that thing, that's so. all right. yeah, 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 all about the control. That's all right. Yeah. I'll be on that desk next week. Yeah, do you want the chair? Yeah. yeah. All right. Just got to be careful on it. I probably won't squeak it as much as you. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> Lauren, when you go and sit in his desk, can you turn the screen the right way around? At least? Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, all right. I don't, I'm, I'm going like, to not know how to turn the screen on, so it's going to be a problem. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Fogwatch. Fogwatch. So we all saw him break his finger. If you were at the game, you're probably happy you didn't have to see it at the angle it was on, unless they showed it on the screen. I don't know. No, they didn't, but I did make sure to look it up after. <laughs> it was gross. It was at a right angle, uh, not the right angle. No, not the right <laughs> angle. And uh, did you what? Did you listen to Crojack today? Because they cracked that same joke. Did they? I didn't yeah. listen to Crojack. <laughs> Shout out to Crojack. Uh, um, <laughs> awkward. Fog uh, was having a cracker of a game to start that before he smashed his finger. But um, oh, I mean, he still played the game. Yeah, he's still right. yeah. He's tough. Now it did remind me that um, when we were talking about my injury. I said that it was an, an impound fracture. I got that word very wrong. It was a compound <laughs> fracture. <laughs> oh. Oops. That doesn't, doesn't help me. Yeah, maybe right. maybe this is the week that I put this the photo up of my finger. Yeah, actually, that is a no. great segue. We don't <laughs> need to do that. <laughs> have, you, have I showed you? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> one needs to see warning. that. I think you need to put it alongside Fogs. Yeah, that'd be good. Maybe. Rory Laird won't like it. Why not? He never wants to see it again, he said. Yeah, yours is grosser than Fox too. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, but uh, yeah, Darcy's tracking along well. I think that's five good weeks in a row now. So um, yeah, I put him in my fantasy team, and it was a huge mistake. So you yeah. only got like thirty points. You never listened to us. We told you not to put forwards in there. Look, why would I listen to you? It's no fun <laughs> listening to you guys. Ben, do you have any comments on Fox? <laughs> no, no. Oh, I just thought I'd include you in the conversation. Yeah, no, hurt his finger. That wasn't good. Uh, probably didn't help his game. <laughs> Correct. All right, moving along. Pose Let's a crow's question. Pose a crow's question. What is the best ramen in Adelaide? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Lauren and I are going to fight it out. No. Um, Lauren, do you want to go first? Um, I rate, I have three that I enjoy. One is, I think it's called Mini Momo. 
on Rundle Street. <laughs> you need to know the business name. <laughs> Mini Momo. Mini Momo. Um, yeah, well, because I just thought of it then, actually. Mini Momo. Good ramen. Um, also do on Uber Eats. Uh, Chino Izakaya on O'Connell Street, North Adelaide. Very good ramen. Uh, the third is the place on the parade, which the name I've forgotten. Good ramen. I also don't mind um, for a shit ramen, Adjison. Yeah, that's not bad as a shit ramen. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you laughed at that and they were like, oh, yeah, yep, yeah, shit ramen. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Ramen. You know, uh, uh, I don't recommend going to the place next to the metro, um, which is Himeji. No, I've never been there. It's good, but it also you will wait 45 minutes before the ramen comes to your table. Do they have that colourful um, LED welcome sign on the front? I think so, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a it looks fancy, oh. like inside. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just you oh. – I've gone gone there before and it was like before I had to start work and I was like, I'm going to have to leave before I get my ramen bowl. Yeah, and right. I mean, it's just noodles and soup. Yeah. How is, how is that so hard? Yeah, just work it out. Mm. Anyway. Uh, so the best one I think in Adelaide is Black Dog. Um, Lauren is not a, ca- not a fan. Um, that's in um, on Green Hill Road in some swanky suburb. Yeah, I look, I had it once <laughs> and I just didn't like it. it I, maybe I need to give it another try. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Ben's been there. He's uh, had ramen once and he didn't mind it. That's the only place I've been in Adelaide, so yeah. it has to get my best. So. And uh, I think um, a close, or fairly close second, I think Ryo's on um, Guja Street is pretty good. Oh, yeah. Um, that's pretty reasonable. Uh, but my favourite is in Tassie and Hobart, Barwa Izakaya. Um, is mm-hmm. very good. Yeah. I and like Sam, drinking beer there. Yeah. Sam I've has never, no opinion. I have no opinion because I've never eaten ramen before. It's weird. For those, I was um, here once. For those listening in, well, I feel like my food tastes <laughs> get very, like yeah. Well, like you don't like you certainly you don't like Thai food. You don't like well. You haven't had ramen. Didn't yeah. he not like pie the other week? Pies. Pies. Oh, no, that's I, right. I, he doesn't oh, get pies. When I he had a pie to today. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? From? Was it oh, ra- shit, I shouldn't have said that. Lizzie might listen to this. Was it ramen pie? No, it was a pepper steak pie from Perryman's. That's a good which, choice. What which, possessed you? Was which, it free? Pose a quote, yeah, crow's question. We may left? do best bakery next week, but oh. um, which will be hotly discussed. Maybe yeah. we'll need to be, have some bakery treats while we discuss we that. We could do that. Yeah, yeah. just uh, I think for those listening at home, you need to know that Sam told us tonight he doesn't like any broth or soup-based food. Yeah, I don't like fur. Like, is it fur? Is that how you say it? Oh, that'll That's do. how the, you're supposed <laughs> to say it. Yeah. If, mm. if you're Australian, you say foe. Foe. <laughs> Yes. Po. Po. <laughs> no mentioning Poe on this podcast. Um. Um, that actually, Poe is the way that people say it is quite controversial because I've been to Vietnam and they say it different in different areas of it's Vietnam. It's Pho. Yeah. Or Pho. No, it's but I've heard it's Pho. Pho. <laughs> anyway. Well, best Pho's are just also a discussion because there are some good and bad ones. Well, also, best Larks is another one. <laughs> best Larks are. You don't like Larks either? No, it's soup. Oh. Oh, that's weird. That's so weird. Why would you eat that when you could have a burger or a hot dog? That's what I want to know, Samuel. I mean, I'm not against it, but <laughs> weird. Why not have both? <laughs> All right, moving along. That is Pose a Cross question for this week. It's like we don't have a lot to talk about this week. <laughs> dog act. Okay, we have a dog act. We do. A singular dog act from the game on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Cozzy Pickett given a sly stomach punch to Jordan Butts. I mean, while you're listening to this, just Google the name Jordan Butts and look at the photos and 
Why on earth would you punch him? He is an innocent, innocent soul. And also a Twitch streamer, just by the way. He's got is he? He's oh, he is. He's also what is he stream? Twitch.tv slash slizzard wizard. Slizzard lizard. Wow. One of those. It's wizard or lizard. That should be his nickname on the screen before the game. I what about know, his Bieber hair? Bieber hair. Yeah. What does he, yeah. what does he play? Oh, probably like... Fortnite. Fortnite, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Call of Duty, you know, all those things. Uh, I've jumped on uh, his Twitch stream once because he was uh, playing Fortnite with Rory Laird and Harry Schomburg and someone else. It was Fortnite. And uh, maybe Josh Worrell. And um, I've got to tell you, it was really boring. But yeah. um, that's not to say that he wouldn't be an entertaining Twitch streamer otherwise. But yes, Cozzy Pickett um, obviously laid one in and it was replayed on the screen several times at the game. Uh, he has received a $3,000 fine or $2,000 fine with an early plea. Another gentleman who got the same fine for a love tap on Lever was Darcy Fogarty. I mean, we all know Lever. that Lever deserved it. <laughs> Lever fell, fell down like a Tom Selleck deck of cards. I mean, if you put Jake Lever and Jordan Bartz next to each other, who are you going to punch in the face? I guarantee it's Jake Lever. Yeah. So I just feel like that was a bit harsh, to be honest. I think anyway. it, it might show our bias that we're blaming the victim for Melbourne and, um, <laughs> and, and glorifying. Ben. You don't need yeah. to point it out. Don't ruin the narrative. <laughs> right, Karen, get on with your song then, Dan. When you can't give hold of Bart, so you punch him in the guts, but you're aiming for the nuts. Dog act. Beautiful. Yay, that was the debut. best one. Oh, that was oh, nice. Yeah, moving on from Ghost Rider to <laughs> straight into it. Oh, you know, Dan's having all the fun. It's not fair. Yeah, it is fun, isn't it? It's <laughs> like a duet. We can, we can harmonise yeah. it next time, Dan. All right. Yeah. I don't know about that. It'd be hard. <laughs> you can go, dog All right. And if there's any <laughs> listeners who can spot where my little bit of singing comes into this show, I'll be very impressed. Yeah, well, we haven't done that segment yeah, for a little while. No, well, so. we can't be giving too many hints. We need people to work for <laughs> working out where it comes from. Yes, our Nuff tonight is for a Hawthorne supporter. He is an owner of the Hotel Metro, a member of the Adelaide Community Cup Anchors, was a former contestant on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, originally born in Tassie, more uh, advertiser photo appearances than Harvey Norman catalogs. <laughs> He's known as Great Street's bravest man for chasing down a punter who stole a tips jar. He fell off a mountain bike at uh, five kilometres per hour on the flat and tore his rotator cuff. And he, I'm told he dances like Chandler Bing. It is Damien Peterson. Welcome, Damien. Wow, there's a bio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll have to ask me who gave, you that, who gave me that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know who gave you all of that, but that's a lot of, uh, a lot of diverse info. I might actually put that uh, up on my own bio somewhere. <laughs> it's a good, good. one, definitely. Thanks. No, thanks for joining us, Dames. Um, obviously, I knew you were a Hawks supporter through uh, training for the Reckling Community Cup with you and you're wearing a Hawks guernsey. So that uh, started a bit of a conversation back in the day. But um, the Hawks this so year... You're talking about... Yep. Sorry, Dan. You're talking about the um, Reckling Community Cup anchors training premiers. That yeah. one. Those, that it might have been, been that one, that, that one time. Yeah. <laughs> Reigning premiers for the last three years, I believe. <laughs> yeah, you can't, can't win what you can't, you're not playing. But, uh, well, you know, 
<laughs> yeah. You'd be claiming it if that was you. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> Shut up, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> the Hawks, though, this year, how, how are they tracking? Obviously, we, we were surprised, actually. We were t- talking a little bit earlier that they're sitting just below the Crows at the moment, despite on, on the surface seemingly to, seeming to have had a better season. What are your thoughts? Well... Look, we didn't expect a great deal of them this year. Like, there's a lot of young kids out there. Um, we've been struck by injury, as everybody has, and no excuses. But when you don't have a ruckman in your team for a couple of games, that makes it difficult. Um, new coach, who, despite all the external noise, we still love Clarko. And <laughs> uh, Hawthorne people had no issue with that transition. It was only the other 17 clubs and other 18 million people that had a problem with it so I love the way he's playing footy like the kids are taking it on they've died by the sword a few times but I was uh, and it would make you guys happy as well I was uh, at Adelaide Oval for the Port Hawthorne game which you know I went expecting to be hoping to be competitive and then we gave them or we handed them their ass on a plate really (laughs) can we say say that yeah Yeah, absolutely you can definitely say that about Port so I think the crows, I think the crows supporters uh, would have been happy with that game, but uh, I don't know. I've, I've actually liked watching the crows this year. I, I actually went on whenever it was Saturday and did a roof climb, which is bloody amazing, and managed to watch the first quarter from on top of the southern stand. Oh, we probably saw you. So, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, I was one of those guys in the squid game suit up there. Yeah, <laughs> shitting my pants. No, it was, it was actually. It was actually pretty comfortable. It was just the lean back that was um, hard. But I thought the Crows were really good at the weekend. I think they've played some pretty good footy as well. So I really have no idea what this weekend's going to throw up. I think yeah. they're pretty evenly matched. Yeah, it seems a bit. I think the fact we're playing your way will make it interesting. Uh, way for us, obviously. But I think something well, I've it's been... it's a way for us. We're, we're oh. at Marble. So it's yeah. a oh, way for okay. us as well. Something I've been really envious about with Hawks this year is that Sam Mitchell has not been afraid to just play the kids in the mid. And we've been shouting out about that at the Crows that we just really want to see it. We've only really started to see it in the last couple of weeks uh, properly. Um, but before that, we were running with a you know a crouch-led keys kind of midfield, which we were all getting tired of. But um, yeah, the Hawks have been throwing them in there, throwing caution to the wind. How have you f- found that? Um. Yeah, refreshing. We we do struggle in the midfield though. Like um, Warfield's sort of been below his best, and now he's out for the rest of the season injured. Um, you know, Newcomb's been good. Tom Mitchell's probably not that midfield gun that we, even though he was probably our best last weekend. But um, you know, he's sort of getting towards the end of it. But I like that they've they've thrown some kids in there. But we really do need someone bigger. Yeah, I watched your midfield at the weekend and Riley O'Brien was rucking against no one but um, I thought they were pretty good at the weekend but yeah I see what I see where you're coming from like we we've got a heap of kids there um, yeah happy uh, happy that he's throwing the kids there but also happy that he's given them license to just play sort of fun footy like you know we'll, we'll just pull the trigger and go try and fire it up the corridor where we can and we're getting picked off by good teams doing that, but at least they're trying to play attacking footy. There's nothing boring about the way they're playing. Yeah, it's an interesting comparison because, yeah, it's the number one thing I think our um, supporters have complained about 
this year. So yeah. interesting that you say that the midfield's been struggling as well because that's um, – I think the Crows fans have been willing to struggle if we're actually taking the risks, um, which we don't seem to have been. We've been more concerned about being – about winning games that we're still not winning. So. Yeah, just yeah. playing some exciting football. I like that call. Yeah. Is it, that's, I feel like maybe you haven't had quite the same success as someone like Collingwood, but playing a sort of a similar game style that um, is just really fun to watch. Yeah, there's a few teams like that. Like uh, I agree with Collingwood, like, but I think Collingwood has better cattle than us. Yeah. And there's, there's some kids there that are better talents than ours and they've got probably got a bit deeper list as far as guys with experience as well. They've, they just seem to have a good mix there at the moment and they're, and they're doing that without without Grundy as well. So, mm, yeah. um, whatever he looks like when he comes back. But, um, yeah, it's, it, is, it, it is fun to watch. That's it. Um, What's going on with Warple? I just, uh, like, I so did he get injured on the weekend? Yeah, shoulder recon he's done for the year. Ah, right. Okay, because he's been, he's been a bit down this year, hasn't he? Because he always looked like he was yeah. going to take that next step this year and be that sort of semi-premium mid. Well, he did. He won the BNF, what, two years ago? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't last year, but sort of his first full year, yeah. he came in and he looked like he could be anything. And then last year he was okay, and this year he's just been flat. I don't know why. There's no sort of injury news out of the club, um, other than obviously now he's, he's stuffed now, but... Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know who is sort of our next step in there. We really need, you know, somebody that's... Uh, what about Will Chris Day? Quantum What's going Kelly. on with him? Oh, he's okay. He's had an injury interrupted year. He had his ankle pre-season, which sort of kept him out. And then he came back in and hurt himself again. But he's gonna. He's not going to be that sort of hard-bodied midfielder, I wouldn't think. He's going to yeah. probably be a little bit more outside. Uh, we need somebody that's going to be able to stick there. You know, Newcomb's the kid who I'd imagine is going to stick his nose over the ball and, you know, be the laird extractor. <laughs> but then again, word has it that we might have Matty Crouch as that extractor and you guys would probably be happy with that to see the back of him, wouldn't you? You, you can have him, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. What would we you request? Guys, what would we request back from Hawthorne? Oh, they oh, give us well, much. I thought you're giving him first and nothing. You guys nah. don't want him, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's a That's former every, best and fairest player, thank supporter. you. Like, <laughs> you'll, probably give him, you'll probably give us Crouch and Rochelle. Oh. <laughs> I don't think so. Now, Dames, um, everyone likes beating the Crows when they're an opposition supporter, but do you have any, um, you know, mem- good memories of Hawthorne and Crows games that you want to share? I do have one beautiful memory where um, I was at the MCG on preliminary final day once where um, Paddy Dangerfield could have handballed to Rory Sloan and he would have beaten us, but he tried to take on Ben Stratton and Ben Stratton played an amazing flying tackle and we won by less than a kick. Is that a good enough story, or is that as soon as that uh, question came out of my mouth, I instantly regretted it. And also, <laughs> there's multiple, yeah. there's multiple think, disappointing games. I think that's up oh. there with your intro, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was. Uh, that was a heart attack. I went to five prelims in a row, and all of them were decided by less than a kick, or yeah. or yeah, less than two kicks. I think. I, re- I remember the Port one fondly. Yeah, Port one. Well, they should have had it. Yeah, they should. That was. 
uh, they should have had us by quarter time or halfway through the second quarter. But yeah, I, I almost had a stroke in the third quarter in that game. <laughs> it was, you definitely um, got your money's worth. <laughs> anyway, that was the, that's the port game. But the, the question was about on Adelaide games, and that was one of them. Oh, I, I think, think we've uh, had enough now. That's fine. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably not a good question over the what's happened between the two clubs over the past sort of half a dozen years because I think we've pretty much had to measure over yeah. some of those oh, games. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I don't think any Crows fans yeah, but, going you know, confident in the talks. Yeah. yeah. I reckon that whole question can get deleted from the... From <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the guys are all about making me look stupid tonight, so we'll keep it in. <laughs> All right, let's get into the Dennis Armfield Award. Here we go. Here's the kick to Dennis. <laughs> right, so behind we're right behind him, and the Carlton fans are right behind him. Once, twice, three times. Oh, look at that. Yes! <laughs> He's the master blaster. Yes, there it was. Dennis Armfield <laughs> smashing master the blaster. Crows. The master blaster. Um, something we talk about here at the Crows is that uh, we always have a player that just goes nuts against the Crows out of nowhere. Um, perhaps hasn't had a great season so far. He is the Dennis Armfield. Who is likely to be the Dennis Armfield for Hawthorne this week, James? Well, uh, I hope he's playing. I'm not sure whether he's going to get up or not. Is uh, Jack Gunston. Oh, because <laughs> he just loves rubbing because, it in. <laughs> yeah. He really does. <laughs> yeah, he's been in and out, because, hasn't he? Um, because Grandpa died yesterday, Ray oh. Gunston, who's a sort of AFL administrative legend, who I think uh, Essendon still hate the fact that um, Jack Gunston's at Hawthorne rather than Essendon. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Ray's a bit of a legend in the industry and um, was, uh, yeah, sort of passed away yesterday or this morning or something. Um, so I'd imagine that if Jack's playing, that he will be trying to do it for Grandpa. Yeah, yeah. Rest yep, in peace, Ray. If you want a little bit of sentiment as well as... Yeah, I reckon that's... Yeah, he's due. He's had an injury-interrupted season as well, unfortunately. And when he when he was back, um, he was absolutely ripping games. So I'd love to see him back on the paddock. Yeah, it's a solid nomination for yeah, sure. We I had, think it's solid. we also had um, on a friend of the pod on um, Twitter, Maddie C, say Chad Wingard for the Armfield Award. I actually think Chad Wingard's a good chance as well. Is um, he injured? Did he didn't play again? Did if he's playing, yeah, is he? Yeah, yeah he, he he won't get up. He, well, he won't play this week. Okay, Jack Gunson by default then. Yeah, do you have one? Well, it's actually uh, Jack's phone. How yeah. how's the form of Kazitsky been so far this year? Mm, move on. <laughs> well, there you go. That, that he'll probably well, do for a um, nomination. We'll then go two forwards. He, he spanked us yeah. with five Look, he, last he, year, so oh yeah, that's right. There's a good chance he's got another five coming but, this week. That was Filthy's first game, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah he got he the five first. Five and and then, yeah, was, was that in Lonnie or something? Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but he's, you know, I, I think the problem with Kuchitsky is that he's basically drafted the same time as Mitch Lewis. Yep. And, you know, big like take time, but Mitch Lewis has sort of taken the next step this year and has been ripping it apart, really, in a team that hasn't been winning much. Um, and there's a lot of comparison, sort of, you know, he's no good, but I don't know, jury's out, but I just haven't seen enough. Well, like, you know, he looks a bit, looks look a bit forward Kimo to some Ryan development this week. Yeah, well, that'd be nice. That'd be <laughs> nice if, if, 
if you guys have nominated him and then he says you got the new one, that'd be really nice. <laughs> now, I, that, yeah, sorry. Oh, no, I just still feel like there's not enough made about the fact that um, Hawthorne drafted a guy called Mitchell Lewis when they lost Sam mm. Mitchell and Jordan Lewis that mm. year. I feel like not oh, enough was made about that. It was mentioned, well, but I just feel like that was just, that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> we, we saw it because he was 75 or something. He was way down, like fourth rounder. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, we, as I said, we've lost Mitchell and Lewis, which yep. again, neither of those things were any drama for the club other than people outside the club. <laughs> um, but then we're like, are these folks taking the piss? They're asking <laughs> a guy called Mitchell Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just like, yeah, we'll just, he'll just be a rookie and then he'll Yeah, and it turns out um, he's yeah, a half decent he, player. He is the real deal, I think. Yeah. That's it. Now, Dames, before we get into who's going to win and by how much, um, you may not know this, but uh, Ben and Sam are also from Tassie. Whereabouts in Tassie are you from? We're both from Adelaide. <laughs> we just <laughs> lived in Tassie for a while. I think you, think you find we're um, the old um, birth certificate. Don't correct the host. <laughs> Blackwood um, from Hospital, Tassie. thank you very much. <laughs> You're going to have to do that again. I, I lost you at Ben and Sam from Tassie. Yeah, that's that's enough. <laughs> no, 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 when, no. Whereabouts in Tassie are you from, James? I was born in Lonnie and grew up sort of uh, seven foot old scenario and then years in Hobart at uni as well. But home, home sort of Lonnie now. Mum and dad are back in Lonnie. Nice. My wife um, actually lived in Lonnie for a while too. So Yeah. yeah look, it's a good part of the world. Went back... Uh, in the last year, I couldn't say that to uh, I know, some virus or some shit going on. <laughs> <laughs> good place but, to escape uh, to. Yeah, don't, just, it's just it's a really good part of the world. And as, as good as Adelaide is, it's nice to get when we can. Well, my wife's from Hobart and she would never take me to Launceston, so. <laughs> 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 she always... wouldn't take you there. No, I think I was there for 10 years. I might have gone there once or twice, and it's not a very long drive. Mm. I used to go there all the time for work, and I always thought the best part of Launceston was just seeing it in the rear vision mirror as you go up that hill. God, I went to Launceston last year, and I loved it. I didn't even get to go to Hobart because of the stupid COVID snap lockdown. I spent New Year's Eve in Launceston a year just gone. Yeah, oh, Launceston's fine. It's just if you're from Hobart, you have to hate on it. Oh, okay, fair enough. (laughs) All right, well, I'm thankful we're not playing the Hawks in Launceston this week anyway, (laughs) uh, which is the segue into the results for this week. Yeah, Dames. Um, what? So Hawthorne this week? Do you give them a chance? Do you? What do you? Who do you think is going to win and by how much? Uh, I think Adelaide. Um, I think we'll get you eleven points. Crows by eleven? No, not crows by eleven. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hawthorne, Hawthorne by eleven, but. I think it will be a really, really close game. I think uh, Mr. Sicily and other people are going to have to be right on top of Tech because he is in ripping form. Yep. This is true. Sam, what do you think? Yeah, um, I'm still hesitant to tip the Crows. I think we played quite well against Melbourne, who are obviously a better team than Hawthorne, no disrespect, of course. But, um, yeah, I'm still not sure if I want to tip us yet. So maybe I'll go Hawks too, but... Say 15. Yeah. Sam? Would you like Ben? Sam. (laughs) Sam (laughs) again. Ben? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think um, 
I'm going to go with us getting the win. I think we have we're better with like overall the overall ranks in contested possession defo- disposals <laughs> <laughs> and the next word was efficiency. So um, so I don't know. I'm going to go with a 21 point win. It's quite possible I'll be wrong, but I'm going to yeah, be optimistic and hopefully we this is one of those 50-50 games that we get a win for. And Lauren, go on the crows. Uh, Hawks are down on form at the moment. They've lost five in a row. I think going by the way we played on the weekend, we definitely have a chance. I'm going to say Crows by 10 points. Well, I think it's time, everyone, that um, it, we have the first draw of the year. I think. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a draw this it week. It does feel a bit drawy, doesn't it? It feels like yeah. a draw. I think <laughs> everything's going to cancel it out. Our, you know, their midfield, our midfield. Yep. Our forward line, their back line, it's all just going to cancel itself out. We can start ignoring percentage. Yep. Listen to how confident everyone is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing of beauty, isn't it? We've learned a lesson in being confident. Yeah. <laughs> the club's in rebuild. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, Damien, thank you very much for joining us on Here We Crow tonight. Um, may the best team win. And <laughs> we'll see how we go. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We'll see you at the Metro for a beer at some stage soon. Absolutely. One of um, my favourite pubs to watch the footy at, I'll have you know. Thanks, Lauren. In fact, it was uh, it was I'll, where I'll, I uh, had an emotional breakdown uh, during the 2017 grand final <laughs> and um, I was crying in the toilets and I had many women ask me if I was okay and did I want to drink. <laughs> that's beautiful. Oh, I can see why that's, that's one of your favourite pubs. Yeah. I remember Dan crying that day as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, not we need to watch an away, an away game there. Let's, let's, yeah, let's schedule that it. in. Yeah, that's it. Sounds good. Yeah. We'll see you at the metro. Everyone else, get into the metro as well. Uh, it's walking distance from the oval. It's a long walk, but it's a, <laughs> it's, it's worth it. I've done it before. Thanks, Dame. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Cheers, mate. Night. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Out of bounds, on the ball. Well, social media has been lighting up. The switchboards have been lighting up. And uh, mainly, you know, when you take out all of the um, the questions about um, Sam's segment, there's not much <laughs> left. But um, Questions? I've, got, I've actually, um, before we get to the social media comments, I've got some comments from uh, the game on Saturday. Yes. Because please. finally we got to go to the ground. And, of course, I picked out the strangest looking character on the hill. Let's hear. He's uh, very uh, angry. He what? Well, that's what drew me to him. He was um get, having a bit of a crack at the players and mm. getting oh. a bit yelly. I was like, maybe I shouldn't talk to this man, but I did. So let's hear a little bit of what he has to say. <laughs> okay, we have Mick at halftime, Melbourne versus Adelaide. And yeah, we're really happy. Yeah. Like, obviously, Ryan O'Brien is taking like the marks. Few solid contested marks there. Oh, yeah, most definitely, and uh, well. What's his name? That's all right. Now, this is where Mick actually reached over and paused my recording (laughs) because he couldn't remember the name of the player he wanted to reference. Why does does everyone we talk to at the game sound like that? I don't know. (laughs) He he was saying that he wanted to talk about a defender, so obviously we ruled off every defender's name before we got to who he actually wanted to talk about, and this is it. 
Sorry, I reckon he really does a really good job. Nick Murray does a good job. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, oh, he's, he's pretty tough. We're really excited about his potential, and I, oh, yeah, oh, we recruited him as a uh, as a nobody, and he's turned out to be somebody. I'm really excited about it. He's, he's a, definitely a tough footballer. Oh, yeah. Now, Mick, when we came into this game, we were definitely expected to lose. Not, and uh, uh, no, I I was here last year. Yeah. When. Text Walker kicks that goal. It was brilliant, wasn't it? And absolutely, all went off my nut. Unfortunately, <laughs> my mate Mick wasn't here. <laughs> and that I, do, I think we replicate those. those do you reckon we might do that again? Okay, well, what did you think when Melbourne came blasting out in the first three minutes there? Three uh, goals? Well, you know, the snail and the, you know, <laughs> the hare and the tortoise. I tell you, that's oh, okay. what I thought. Yep. And uh, what do you think of Darcy Fogarty at the moment? He was a bit on the back burner and now he's come out screaming. Do you reckon he's going to be able to keep up the form? I certainly, I think so, actually. Uh, I seen a stat that, you know, he's, after 50 games, that uh, he's third in, like, goal kicking after the benchmark there. Right. And uh, who do you think is playing the best today other than Robin Murray? Oh, right, O'Brien. Oh, I tell you, he, he's, he's your top <laughs> at the moment. Yeah, he's the one that's uh, drifting back and be able to take the the, the marks and defence. And uh, like you know, oh, honestly, yeah, uh, he, he's the next Sam Jacobs. Right? That's what I can oh, say. Yeah. And uh, I saw you getting a bit angry at a kick uh, like down the ground there. Someone did a t- terrible kick and you got pretty mad. Yeah, a lot. I think that turnovers are uh, costing us really, like, uh, in crucial parts of the ground, like, uh, I, I, we, we would be a lot more advanced in, uh, on the ladder if we didn't turn over the ball in critical parts of the ground. That's true. Yeah. And uh, did you have any words about Neil Curley? Obviously, a tragic loss this week. Um, Neil Curley, uh, uh, obviously, like, uh, he, I'm a Central District supporter. Me too. And... Obviously, he, he, he didn't like coach the club to a premiership, but he was out there. He did really, really good. Uh, he took over uh, either from Neil, Cowboy Neil or was that after Cowboy Neil or before I Cowboy? Know, before my time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it was uh, after Cowboy Neil. So, um, you know, rest in peace. A, a really good icon of Australia, <laughs> South Australian football, and uh, like. You know, you'll be sadly missed. Absolutely. Thanks for your time, Mick. Really appreciate it. No worries. Couple of key takeaways there. One <laughs> key takeaway. Don't know if he knows the difference between Rob and Riley O'Brien. <laughs> no. And, uh, and secondly, rest in pace. I don't think he's resting in pace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and um, Mick. Uh, Told me after that that I should interview him after the game when he was ten beers deep. Yeah, uh, not how sure many beers deep was he then? Well, look, I don't know, but he did actually uh, come and find mm. me several times during the game after that <laughs> interview. Did. Can confirm. Mm. Uh, look, Mick, I'm never talking to you again. And <laughs> 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 uh, if anyone sees us at the ground, you know, feel free to come and chat. We we'll put you in your best light. Absolutely. <laughs> I'd just like to reiterate that we don't purposely go and try and find, like, weirdos. Not I weirdos. I do try to find people who look like they um, are fans. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's who I go for. It just and happens that fans, super fans, and how they look and then how they might come across on the audio is very similar. Look, I've talked <laughs> to some absolute legends. I mean, we can't yeah. forget Tim the Wonder Dog. Oh. But, um, Where's the audio? Yeah, look, uh, the, it was slim pickings. 
on Saturday night. My name's Tim the Wonder Dog. Tim the Wonder Dog. <laughs> what else have we got Love from him. social media? Or do we have another audio? We got No, that's it. No. <laughs> After that, I was, I'm done. You're scarred. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I'm done for tonight. What have we got, done. Sam? Uh, we had a bit today. Uh, I'm just going to pad things out a little bit while I list, uh, load this up. Um, Is this where you'd normally tell the other person that, that it's real slick? So yeah, well, I wasn't. I was yeah, just expecting yeah. Lauren was oh, all over it, to be honest. Sam. Well done. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm looking at it, but I can't. There was a lot of action this week. Josh <laughs> Robinson, being in a rebuild, losing the way we did on Saturday is the best case scenario for losing. We fought hard and took it to the top team in the league. A lot of people assumed we would get creamed and we didn't. Side note, I was at the game and the crowd was loud. How good? I think in isolation he's right. I think... Um that kind of loss is a, a great one for rebuilding teams. Um, yeah. I think the fact we've had lots of those this year is annoying. But, yeah, um, yeah, it was definitely against Melbourne. It was really good. Yeah, absolutely. And shout out to Josh too. I think this is the first week he's listened. Um, and he messaged us on Twitter. Good yes, guy. already a Thank fan, you. he reckons. Yep. Thanks, Josh. Love it. But I, I agree that um, my, like most of our losses, we've shown something in at least um, all of the losses, except for a few like the GWS was pretty... Woeful, but um, most of them we've been in the game for a long period of time and showing some growth. Yeah. We've also got one from... You're of. You're of. You're of. You're of. You're of. Uh, we, are clearly we hadn't heard anything for a while and I, th- I assumed that was the reason. <laughs> yeah. Your of has something to say. We are clearly on the right track. Also, if anyone says that Schoenberg played poorly, think again. Yes, he didn't win a lot of the ball, but he did have five centre clearances. We need to persist with him because we know what he can do and he will get back to his best soon. Yeah, Can't I disagree agree with that. with that. I liked that. Griteo. Is it Griteo? Is that how we're going to say that? Yep. Yeah, yep. why not? I vote try Nug Life on the pod. I'm all for that. I've, I love Nug Life. Yeah, Nug boys. Life. Yep. I don't know how we're going to get that in there. We can. You get it uh, Uber Eats. Is we that going to be like how we did donuts tonight? We Maybe. We did are we going to start having chicken? food? Oh, no, this could be dangerous. Yeah, it could be. Heavy so beers. So, so, so we do baked goods and Nug Life next week. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Can we put Nug Life in a pie? Yeah. <laughs> Sure uh, also put Murphy to Medisub and put Tariq uh, Newchurch. He put a word in there. I won't say it because we haven't actually heavily sworn tonight. So oh, he said motherfucking. Yeah, so. he did. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, into the forwards. <laughs> Melbourne game was a good watch, even though we slipped away in the second half. Whole Demons 22 should get fined for horrible acting. Uh, Frampton Hopper. Murray's ability to take out teammates, miss a kick by a whole kilometre and punch the air instead of spoiling makes the games at least 20% more stressful. Surely we give Worrell or Billy a shot. Both have been dominating the Samful to varying degrees. That's very much in the face of what our friend on the audio thought of. Um, yeah, Murray's. about Muzzer. Yeah. I mean, he didn't. He didn't have the game he had in Tasmania. That's for sure. He made some crucial errors uh, that led to goals at the start of that the first start quarter. of the game. One yeah. of those first of the three goals was a should have taken the mark or smashed it, and it just got over the back for an easy goal. Do you think Frampton Hooper is wondering why Frampton's not playing ahead of Murray? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, and that's probably a fair question, mm. I think. There's um, been a bit of uh, talk here about the sample as well. Yeah. Um, on the subject of uh, Tariq debuting, potentially. Uh, Matty C reckons he's got to be in this week. 
row and number four were not good enough to hold their spots. <laughs> I love it how Boz's number four has just yeah, become it's, a thing. Yeah, it's, it's caught on. Um, Robert Mill says, New Church played okay but not dominant, so brace yourself for disappointment. Fair. Uh, yep. Tom has come back, Tom Pricey. Church was tagged in the sample, hence the low numbers. If Sample Clubs are tagging a small forward, I reckon it's a sign he deserves a shot at That's AFL level. That's a good call level. as well. That's a really good call. Then we've got, well, Robert's come back saying, disagree. You need to consistently dominate regardless of position. The only reason Crouch might not be promoted, he dominated, but they say, they may say, do it again, keep pushing. Strawn is the only player doing that at present, playing consistently week in, week out at a high level. Yep. How come yeah. Strawn's not getting a call up then? Oh, because Rob's absolutely dominating. Yeah. Did, did you not hear it was 57 to 13 shots <laughs> this week? <laughs> Sorry, I forgot Mick really loves Rob as well. Okay. Yeah. You also forgot that he, he had a circuit breaker the other week. He did have yeah, a circuit yeah, breaker, so we need to remember that. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, friend of the pod, Jack Abbott on Instagram said, Hey, Jack. Who would have thought Murphy would have nine touches, zero goals, and zero impact on the game? Everyone. Ni- Nick's question mark. <laughs> thought that was quite funny. It was. Um, yeah. Now, Jack, if you're listening, if you can just uh, let us know where you put your sauce bottle, um, that would be good. All right. <laughs> is that what he? Is that the question he asked? Yeah, he asked us to ask Sauce Jacobs. Yeah, that's uh, fair. I, I don't think we've actually got the answer from from Jack himself. It's all, it's clearly in the fridge. But are we calling him friend of the pod? But he doesn't actually listen. No, I don't think he does. Okay. All right. Surely he's a friend of the pod. If he interacts, he's a friend of the pod. Yeah, he interacts so. a lot. No, he interacts on Twitter and on Instagram. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, the other thing that happened on social media this week was the Thanks, AFLW fixture announcement. Yes. And the very first women's showdown will be played on a Friday night on the lights at Adelaide Oval. And you should be going if you support women's football, whether you go for Port <laughs> or the Crows. That's right. You just go to the game. You go to the goddamn historic game. And, and what it does is it means that we get three games in Adelaide in a row. So. That's right. Win, win, win. Yes. Plus, we're going to smash port. Yes. Exactly. Why yeah. would you not want to be there for that historic time? <laughs> just, to, just get there. Be there. Yes. I think it'll be. I think it'll be a really fun night. They should get a fair, fair crowd there. We also know most decent Crows fans will turn up. Also, have I missed something? That where it's going to be the week after the grand final, which is on the thirtieth of September. Is final grand final is no longer the last Saturday in September? Uh, I, I. Would have thought so. Well, it's on the 24th of September this year. Yeah, right. Well, 30 days has September, Ben, so April it'll June, be the 1st of October on the Saturday, so. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well I'm glad we've got to the that's bottom right. of that mystery, so <laughs> that's good. Look, Benny's tired. He's had a, he's had a big few weeks. Um, yeah, it's all right. I'm, I'm struggling. <laughs> Um. <laughs> oh, that's very good. Is that it? Oh, uh, and also, I was just going to oh, mention no, that there's a few AFLW games at Unley Oval this season as well, which will yes. be great. Yes. Will it? No, that's a shit ground. No one wants to go there. <laughs> but the people, ever all the opposition supporters call it Dog Poo Park. <laughs> what? Because it turns into a park during the week. They don't have a fence around it. Yeah, Jordan Dawson takes his dog there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. So it'll be great. Yeah. So I'm sure Jordan Dawson picks up after his dog. Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. What about selections this week? Do we have some uh, hot goss on selections? No. Oh. <laughs> What's Bozzer got? We'd, we'd oh. have a recording though, wouldn't we, Sam? <laughs> yeah. We might do. Oh, I didn't think – I thought we were going to do that part of the game. The, what do you mean? The game review. We've already done that. Oh, yeah, we kind of have, haven't we? With the nuffy. Oh, shut up. Slick again, Sam. <laughs> I'm not hosting. Wait, you can't pin that on me, Sam. 
<laughs> I'm going to chop all this dodgy stuff out that looks bad. I'm not sure we're going to get to 30 episodes. So <laughs> <laughs> fight, right. fight, fight. All right, okay. Hey guys, actually in the sauna tonight, so yes. hopefully the sound isn't too shit. No, it's <laughs> better than in the car. a couple of yeah. ins and outs after last week's uh, confusions, but I've got ha- Haitley going out for show, just to the fact that Haitley's playing on a wing and he's not a wingman. I've got Smith going out for Worrell because Worrell deserves a crack and Smith is dog shit. <laughs> Parnell, uh, he's had a few now, but time to get McPherson in for a bit more experience there. Uh, Murray comes out for Billy. Um and four comes out for Cook and Rochelle injured or rested comes out for McAdam um, or Fish if he doesn't get up um, then we can obviously rotate Bill and Fish forward and back if required and uh, maybe uh, we can name the new church as the substitute this week but uh, anyway thank you and uh, catch you next week on you, Boz. I like those. Yeah. Another good uh, selection from Boz. I yeah. think Boz actually should be on the selection committee because <laughs> most times I agree with him and I also agree when he says what we're not going to do, which is <laughs> yeah. normally what happens. Yeah, I I like his cook Yeah, coming in for Murphy. But like cook just seems like such a like more dynamic player than Murphy. He's just heaps classier. Yeah, I think the issue might be whether cook is, gonna, is capable of playing forward, but I don't think Murphy is either, so... Well, I think McHenry is going to be available for selection this week. Yeah. And I think starting as Medi sub is a pretty disappointing way to make your debut. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not keen on that. I actually don't know if Shane will get up this week. I feel like they'll give him one more. Yeah. Yeah. Did did anything come out in that injury report they said today? Uh, They were hopeful that he'd get up. Yeah, okay. He was a test. Okay. They said that with uh, Phil Thorpe as well, and they didn't pull him in. I know McAdam's a different player there, but yeah, not sure. But yeah, I would say probably McHenry comes in for Rochelle. Yeah, I still can't believe that we've only had three debutants this year. Mm. Well, that's crazy when you've you're in a rebuild. Is Riley keeping his spot this week? Because I feel like if um, Rochelle's out, Riley could be out. McAdam, if McAdam's in, he could come in. Do and you mean McHenry. O'Brien? Phil thought. Yeah, I was being an idiot. Um. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> Straight over my head. <laughs> um, yeah, he was pretty ineffective, let's be honest, mm. last week. But I, I think he just, for the sake of the team, just needs to... Just play him. Just play him. Mm. Yeah. I'd just love to see us, like, maybe maybe we won't do it yet, but just go without Riley O'Brien and just play Phil Thorpe in the ruck and mm. just have someone else to back him up. And well, just see how it goes. Going like it could ruck. go terribly. Going without a ruck's all the rage. The yeah, moment. exactly. It's because they're all injured. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, let's talk about the beer. Yeah, what do we think? Uh, just before the beer, fantasy, all four of us had a win this week. Yeah. I cracked so. 2,000 points, I think, for the first time. <laughs> 2,001 well points. No, 2,001. Oh, yeah. Is that what you got? <laughs> <laughs> Go me. People were getting 2,600 this week. <laughs> I don't know how people are doing these crazy scores. Yeah, it's insane. The the top scorer was 2-6. That's nuts. It is. Yeah, I got nowhere near that. No. Yeah, I got like 2-3 and my ranking didn't improve. No, 2-3, 2-4 was like par this week. Didn't help that I had a zero for Jackson, but it's just And I copped all of the bad premiums underperforming. So, yeah, fun times. But we all won, so that's a good thing. How good are we? Are we all in the eight? No, uh, no, no. <laughs> I'm still much. Half, half of us are in the eight. Okay. I'm 12. Does that include me? Am I in the eight? I think I'm 14th. 
You are eighth. Yes. <laughs> you <Yeah>. are eighth. <laughs> All right. The beer. So ah, uh, yes. It I, was. Yeah. What I, do you think? I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, obviously not sessionable. No. But the it, opposite I, of sessionable. When you brought up salt water before, it actually says salt water stout porter. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, nah, it was, um, yeah, good tasting beer for sure. Yeah. It was just, it's just a beast. And I love the layers of it. It's just really well made. Really did, nicely done. I definitely got the salt part of it. Did you? At the end, yeah, aftertastes. Yeah, okay. yeah, just that, yeah, right at the end. Yeah. I, it, yeah, it was fine. Yeah. I liked it. I wouldn't rave about it. Yeah. I think you talked it up too much. Oh, no. look, it's a different realm to what you had last week. Obviously, that's like packed full of lactose and other things, whereas this is a straight down the line beer. Mm. Um, you love saying packed full of lactose. We have a lot of beers on this show that are packed full of lactose, so I, I have to say it. What? Is, that, you say is there lactose another heavy? way of putting it into the beer or do you have to pack no, it in? No, it's packed. Is that it's yeah. lots of it in there. Your um, packed full of lactose is my segue. Yeah, maybe. I might write it down so I'll make have sure I say ben, it every week. Have we asked Ben his thoughts? Yeah, what did you think, Ben? Yeah, no, it was all right. It was yeah, like a fortified beer. Yeah, um, essentially. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, a different taste, but, yeah, quite good. Mm. Thanks very much for joining us on the Here We Crow <laughs> episode 25. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Ben. I feel like you finished no way worries. stronger than you started, Dan. Dan, so well done. Thanks. You can't wait to get out of here. No, so <laughs> just for those uh, for those listening, Sam's not in next week. We haven't replaced him. Uh, <laughs> Lauren's got to sit in his seat and act like the boss next week. Yeah, um, are we going to be criti- um, okay without the critique of um, our performance? Yeah, I think we will. <laughs> oh, I'm not the only one who critiques performances. You're the only one that does it on air. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> So uh, we've got a huge um, guest next week for Aunt Nuffy yet again. So looking forward to that one. Huge. 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 And uh, thanks very much for everyone who engaged with us on the socials. Hit us up again on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Thanks, Bozza. No <laughs> thanks, Mick. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and here we crow pod at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. We always uh, tend to bring up your stuff when you send it to us. So please keep doing it. And until next week. It's been really good.